Hi, Ed Young here with my lovely wife, Lisa, and also some amazing people, the Martindales. <laughs> Scott and Vanessa Martindale, and they're on the Creative Marriage Podcast. That's right. And they have their own podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's Blended the name of your and podcast? Com. Well, that's no. the that's the title of the book. But I'm you can... sorry, I get this mixed up all the time. Scott. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> but blendedkingdomfamilies.com has all of our material, all okay. of our yes. podcasts and written material yeah. and Blended, all the resources that we provide. Blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Kingdom yeah. yeah. We got it. Yep. And yes. these these people are amazing. Uh uh Lisa and I are learning so much mm. about marriage, about life about child rearing. But what we found, and we're so thankful About that discus throwing. <laughs> Scott and Vanessa. Was a college discus he was, standout. Yes, but more than that, he's a prolific writer now yes, with is. his wife, Vanessa, because what we're finding is that the blended family touches everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, statistically, you don't, you will always be rubbing shoulders with someone who either you're a blended family or you're going to know someone. So mm-hmm. this resource, let's see where it is right here. There this resource is amazing. And I started reading it um, and it's available. Um, just you need to get it because no matter what your station in life is, you know, someone who needs this and it's, it's terrific information. But I have a question for you as we follow mm-hmm. up from our last time together. Um, you mentioned that, you looked toward the church mm-hmm. to help you facilitate your life through what you were going through mm-hmm. as a single mom, blended family, mm-hmm. and you came up with nada, <laughs> nothing. What 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 did that look like? And then what can we do better? Mm-hmm. So I, I will. I'm going to unpack this. I'm trying to unpack it quick. Um, the the church historically, when it comes to divorce and remarriage, mm-hmm. has either been absent of information, mm-hmm. yes. or in a lot of cases, and, and, and this isn't really the case in which I grew up in, it, it was not so quiet about it. They just didn't want you there. Mm-hmm. So I think as that tumbles through a couple of generations yeah. now, um, blended families kind of look at that and say, well, you know, I, I need resources, but I don't really feel, you know, as pointed as I can say it is, I don't, I don't know if a lot of blended families feel like God sees them. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. God can redeem them. Yes. Or that the church is where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And as a ministry, we look at it and say, the church is the first place you need to be. Mm-hmm. God is uh, a loving God. Yes. He is a forgiving God. Yes, he is. Yeah. And he, he can redeem your marriage no matter what marriage you're mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do it God's way. That's right. But again, that message when it flows to the church has has been a slow go. And it's not because we, we've addressed this in the book many times. We love pastors. We love churches. And we know the, the weight that a pastor yeah. feels. But we also want to communicate to them the opportunity that mm-hmm. exists mm-hmm. when you become the church that blended families, which represents at least half of our population and touches probably 100%, that they can be equipped here. They can feel loved mm-hmm. and accepted. So we want to come alongside pastors to say, we're not, we don't want to increase your workload. We just really want to provide you a resource and provide you uh, teaching material that you can equip your church or you can access people who want to equip your church. That's so good. Yeah, I think I would say the number one thing that blended families feel um, when it comes to the church, it's ambiguity. They don't know where their place is. They don't feel like That's they a have a word. place. And, um, and I think... My encouragement, if there, yeah. if there were past, you know, cause Lisa, you were like, what can we do better? Yes. I think just talking about it more. I, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, I never heard a sermon on divorce, remarriage, 
biblical divorce, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that, and really mm-hmm. understanding it. And I think that we could save more marriages. Divorce is so optional, and our ministry is for marriage permanence. We want to help break that generational mm-hmm. cycle of divorce, mm-hmm. and we want to equip people so that they don't have to experience that or that their children don't have to experience that. And I so, so I think even just talking about it more and and what scripture says about it will give people a healthier fear of the Lord mm-hmm. versus um fire and brimstone or you yes. know we we've yeah. we've met with so many couples who have been shamed out of the church. And we always say we want the place to be the place that they're running to and not away right, from. Right. And so I think just having the conversation and then like whenever um, you're giving messages or sermons, it's just throwing that little piece of, and if you're a blended family in here, and and then people feel like, okay, they That's see great. me. They're accepted. They see me. Great they feel stuff. like they're accepted. And so we we use a great example in the book. There was a couple, Jonathan and Hannah, and Hannah was became a stepmom before she had children of her own. Mm-hmm. And she said, Vanessa, she said, I didn't feel like I could be in a mom's group because I hadn't had children of my own. And we didn't feel like we could be in a regular marriage group because our marriage is different. We're part of a blended family. Mm-hmm. So she didn't, they didn't feel like they had anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. And so many of the families just sit in silence. And so I think one, just talking about it and then being able to offer a resource or a class mm-hmm. that's specific for them. So maybe you're listening and you're like, oh, wow, I never realized that a stepmom would feel that way or mm-hmm. that a blended family didn't feel like they were known um, to you and as you attend church or whatever. And I'm feeling a little bit like that because I never thought about it before. And so this is just for us to become aware. Yeah. You know, we talk about you really don't know what someone's experiencing until you walk mm-hmm. in their shoes. Well, our desire is not for you to walk in the shoes of divorce or mm-hmm. the pain of it, but just to empathize and see things from a different perspective. And I, I, I am Ed and I have been so committed that the yeah. church is a place. Yes. It's a hospital. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we go to a hospital to get care and not we don't want just care, we want the best care. Yes. I mean, you're in the medical mm-hmm. field, you know that. You want and the best. You want mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. And so um that's what we as a church want to offer, but often we don't know how to do it. Yeah. Right. And so to have a resource with you guys is is just invaluable. You know what this is convicting too because I was just thinking back. This is I mean, in, in, it is I love what you said, Vanessa, about including uh, blended families. I I remember, um, I know, three or four different series back in the back mm-hmm. in the day. I, I remember we we talked about blended families. And, and when you said that, I know you can make this illustration better than I have, but we had big blenders up here. And mm-hmm. anyway, I... We, I, we, we need to do that more and do that yeah. again. Well, and I, that, the, that's I, just great. I, mean, I like the way you the guys. Response, yeah. And the response. There were people was, there that oh, actually, when I knew their family, I didn't know that they were. Yeah, 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 that, I just thought they were that's, a that's family. Great. And that's so, a great word. and that's kind of like what you want people to do. You yeah. don't yeah. want people to go, oh, yes, they're a blended family. Right. Yeah. You want family to be first. Yeah. Yeah. It's the blend that's maybe secondary. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will tell you that the other, I think, missing ingredient um, that is so compelling and when you think about it it's mm-hmm. like oh my gosh it makes so much sense understand that as adults in blended families we're used to carrying a load of 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 yeah. of, of all the the things that come with being a blended mm-hmm. family it's the kids yeah. that really get mm-hmm. hammered and mm-hmm. as they approach the youth group and as they approach this age of yes, desired acceptance well and desired just normalization. No uh-huh. teenager wants to explain why they weren't there last week. Mm. 
Oh, no teenager goodness. wants to that go into a youth group and go, mm-hmm. hey, w- hey, we're going to go to yeah. uh, skiing this weekend yeah, and, uh, right. or this Christmas. Would you like to go? Yeah. And you're like, well, you know, I'm kind of complicated schedule because uh-huh. I'm over here and I, I mm-hmm. have to leave my, my good shoes here when yeah. I go over there. And uh, I'm sorry I'm at church today, but uh, it, it's, it's compli- complicated. Kids, teenagers don't like mm-hmm. complications. It makes them feel inadequate. It makes them feel out of sorts or out of the stream of, mm-hmm. of acceptance. And so youth groups, and if you're listening to this, and again, every church is a little different, mm-hmm. but youth pastors, I just want to encourage you to equip yourself yes. because if you want to equip the next generation, Great. you yeah. have to be able to identify the kid who's like, hey, that's a little bit odd, yeah. but let me love on this child just yeah. a little bit differently mm-hmm. because yeah. I want them to feel accepted and come back. Mm-hmm. Being a teacher um, by trade, I mean, that's what my degree is. And I taught first grade. And I remember one of the uh, challenges was you have 22 children in your mm. room. Mm-hmm. They all have different learning styles. Yep. Some are Amen. more challenging yep. than others. And you have to make consideration for mm-hmm. all of them because the goal is still the same, mm-hmm. that they leave that ye- at the end of the year equipped mm-hmm. to go to the next grade. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that's what you're saying. And mm-hmm. I will take you back to when Fellowship Church first started. Do you know what story? Oh, I do. Oh, you won't. This one. This is unreal. This is incredible. That you mentioned that about a youth group. Yes, because when we first started Fellowship Church, they had it was a mission church, and they already had some practices in place. Basically, what that means is we 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 came in, and our church was under the arm we first started Mm -hmm. of a of another church. Uh, Of another local church. They were birthing this church. Yes, and thirty families came out. So Lisa and I show up. Okay. Ready to start it? Yep. So anyway, we get there, and they already had practices in place for kids' ministry, mm-hmm. youth ministry, all of that stuff. So one of the things that was done, and I'm sure they oh, ordered this, is, this from this their awful. Sunday school board, yeah, which is the national organization. Something. It was a big poster that had stars for attendance. Oh, my gosh. And so one oh, of the things oh, that we did one was— One of the first things. Said, we said the, the poster's got to come off. We have too many children who are not responsible for whether or not they get there yeah. and they're being awarded for something that they're out of con- that's not in their control yeah. Yeah. or they're being penalized yes. for something that's yeah. not in their control. If you knew the backlash mm. from the traditional model of this is how we do it, this is how we've always done it, this is how we do it now, and this is how we're going to yeah, do it. And we're like, battles that we that was fought a, early that was on. A battle. That Can you wow. believe it? To take a poster off which penalized children yeah. who possibly just were at a different parent's house that weekend. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It brought me back. So anyway, I don't want to yeah. part well, on I, that. I, I think it's it's one of those deals where you look at it and you say, as the church, we're, we're going to minister to the people in the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're here, if you're sitting out there, yeah. you're here. Ed, you do an That's amazing right. job of, sure. of ministering. And, and Lisa, you guys, but it's how do we reach the unreachable? That's right. How do we reach the people that are not in the yeah. doors? That's right. That's yeah. Well, and, and statistically now, let's step away from blended families for a second. Church attendance is like what once a month. People, people, or once on, every six weeks. A lot of my, a lot of my friends, you know, yeah. just wow. Now I don't know how they function. Straw I don't poles, know that they, like, yeah. I don't know that they do function. Yeah. But that typically is the attendance record. Mm. Um, so anyway, all that to say, tell me, um, you know, we talked about what your past experience in one of the chapters you're dealing with. I saw just a little bit about beauty from ashes. So mm-hmm. tell us about the beautiful side of what your life looks like now with your mm-hmm. children coming. You know, some have different parents and then you have the mm. hours. Um, tell us what that yeah. looks like. It, um, 
You got to tell the vision. Because the beauty from ashes, okay. Vanessa so, tells it beautifully. So the, the life verse of the ministry is Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, okay. beauty for ashes. And how that came about is when I spoke on the previous episode about when Scott said, I need you to go in your closet and sit and pray. Mm-hmm. And um, this was the vision that the Lord had given me. I was I was praying and I just saw, I was in a room that was just a dark room and there were ashes falling from the ceiling. And I just was asking the Holy Spirit, like, what do these ashes represent? Mm-hmm. Like what, what, and he said that these are, these were the broken homes. These were divorced people. These were, blended families. And I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden these ashes start forming in uh, like a tornado funnel. And in the funnel, I saw the words blended families. And then all of a sudden, like in the chaos, so the blended families inside of the chaos of the tornado drops the cross with Jesus on it. And I see families walking from the blended across the cross to the families. And that's where I got the name blended kingdom families. And he said, the Holy Spirit was so sweet. He was like, I'm bringing uh, beauty for ashes. And so that is where um, the life verse of the ministry came, but um, but it's something I think I think, and this is just my own personal belief. I think blended families are just a beautiful representation of God's redemption because it's something that the enemy meant for evil, and God in His goodness and His greatness and His sovereignty says, you know what? I can take this situation and turn it into something that you could. I would never imagine my life and Scott and the boys we have and what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Never from 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 the generational things that we both have come from yeah. that yeah. God would do that. I remember when we first got married, we were actually sitting in the car and it was after his dad had passed. And we were like, it stops with us and just prayed this prayer wow. of like, you know, generational, you know, substance yeah. abuse, you know, physical abuse, yeah. sexual abuse, all these things that had happened, divorce, it stops with us. And Again, I just, you know, blended families, if anybody's listening to this, I think, um, you know, again, it's just, it's it's something that, you know, it's like this masterpiece and God can put it together and make something really it's, beautiful. It's interesting that you, you know, Beauty for Ashes and that you went into your prayer closet, mm-hmm. if you will. I don't know if it was typically a prayer closet or you just went into your it's the closet, next, but next it's to a, the shoes yes. or the vacuum cleaner or yeah. something, but I just... Whether you're a blended family or, you know, a husband and wife that it's, you know, you've never been married before and it's just the two of you trying to do this life called marriage, um, prayer is such a huge part. Mm-hmm. And all of us have this um, propensity to just try to figure it all out on our own. That's right. And we, mm-hmm. that's not what we're supposed to do. We're mm-hmm. supposed to give our situations, the painful times, the fiery times to the Lord mm-hmm. and let Him show us through his word, through mm-hmm. scripture, remind us of scripture, um, and then to see the possibility of what he can build in mm-hmm. our marriages. And I love that mm. word picture of the tornado, the chaos, but oh, the ashes right. coming yeah. together with the cross being at the center of it. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. I want to ask him too. I, I like, I love the um, title of the chapter. You've kind of mentioned this some, you guys, litigation, your new least favorite hobby. <laughs> What a brilliant <laughs> and compelling chapter title. Yes. The, the, Litigation is like legal stuff, right? It, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. It is. Um, oh, and, and be honest with you guys, I, I could probably talk for three hours on blended family litigation. Well, it was, it was, it was actually the longest chapter. You'll have to tune in, yeah. tune in really? to longest, their podcast yeah. yes. for the litigation piece. You, but just briefly tell us what yeah, that what, looks like. Yeah, what's the clip, what are the cliff notes? The cliff notes are this. Litigation, we understand that that it happens in blended families. Yes. We want people to be prepared 
And mm -hmm. I think a lot of what the book talks about is the preparation side of okay. what litigation really is. Mm -hmm. Because you know, in a heightened emotion state, and you're going to, you know, you're going into this process like, I'm going to get a lawyer, I'm going to sue. Let me yeah. tell you, there is not a lawyer out there that won't sign you up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to tell you, to you cheek. walk into a lawyer's office fired up, they're like, mm hmm. <laughs> I agree with you, sir. You <laughs> yes. should sign right here. And, and then yeah. starts the process. Mm -hmm. So we're through the book, we talk about, you know, ways to stay out of litigation, yeah. ways to, you know, uh, whether that's in a legal stance of times kind of the divorce decree uh -huh. and, and putting some safeguards around getting to that point. Mm -hmm. uh, but all, Vanessa also talks a lot about the spiritual side of litigation, mm -hmm. the, 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 the battles that you face, oh, the way you can prepare goodness, through yes. prayer or that's through great. even picking the right attorney. Um, we're, we How are not pro-litigation. Yes, that yeah. is like, so practical. Mm -hmm. We just want people to be prepared because, again, I kind of go back to that. In that heightened emotional state, you're walking right yeah. into somebody who's more than willing to sign you up. And it's not a good result after that. Wow. There's so Very many well different said. facets yeah. to blended families doing it well and doing it right. <laughs> That's right. So we would the love Martindales. To, yes, you need to get Are this Are you related book. to Wink Martindale? <laughs> you know, I, I, know you've been. I am not. Somebody asked me the other day, who yes. is that? Wink Martindale. You get asked people, all the time. People what did he do? Like, he, was, he was a game show host. He was a game he was, he was on uh, the Tic-Tac-Toe? Was it Tic-Tac-Toe? Something like that. Yeah, something I don't know. Isn't that a great name? I thought about it. I was going to say something. I thought, no, I'm not going to bring that. Half the people watching Only a certain number of people would understand the reference. But anyway, you need to have the blended family, blended, let's see, redeemed, blended and redeemed, good gravy. <laughs> yeah. But it's all about blended families. So that's right. Get it. Got to have it. So that's right. Thank you so much for watching today and listening. We love every time we get to be with you. Please subscribe to the Creative Marriage Podcast and help us out by giving us five stars. Mm. I'll tell you what, this is five stars. Yes, it is. So, thanks so much. Woo